0: How did you know
1: all that stuff? I did my research.
0: You're listening to Fresh Take, a movie podcast. We're digging up unwanted subjective opinions on film. I'm Mary-Kate Martin. Hey, and I'm Emily Murray. <laughs> How you doing, Emily? I'm, you know, great. Really great.
1: Seen any good movies lately? Uh, Yes. <laughs> I have. I saw Vendors Endgame, which we're going to, which by the time this comes out, we'll have already posted a podcast about.
0: Yes. I haven't seen it yet, so we'll keep it spoiler-free for now. But I'm not—I don't even want to tell people my like opinion about it. I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but it's been hard because the internet is a terrible, terrible place. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully, by the time this is posted, we'll have already posted our 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 bonus pod about Avengers: Endgame spoilers, completely spoilered. So today we're going to be talking about Interstellar, a movie which I have seen and Emily hasn't so first I'd like to break it down with some basic info about the movie. So released in October of 2014. Oh, first a general synopsis. Let's... Emily, what... Wait, who's general synopsis? I'm gonna give a synopsis and then you tell me what you think about it.
1: Okay, I wanna go ahead and preface, I know absolutely nothing about this movie. Like, I don't know the plot. I don't... I just found out Anne Hathaway was in this movie when I googled um interstellar to find out the running time of it i hope
0: you didn't read any spoilers no <laughs> i didn't i just saw a picture and i was like wait and how is in this i literally had no idea just like other christopher nolan movies this movie is packed with twists and turns so um i didn't want you to uh, don't read i'm glad you didn't read anything about it because i think no. it's it's a like all those other movies it's good to go in completely fresh fresh take a movie podcast <laughs> at fresh take mufa <laughs> Okay, so the synopsis that I pulled from the internet Set in a dystopian future where humanity is struggling to survive This film follows a group of astronauts who travel through a wormhole near Saturn In search of a new home for humanity Care to unpack that, Emily? Um, sounds like I'm going to have to focus on it <laughs> I'm not sure Emily is going to like this movie, guys It has a lot of words Big ones. I well, I can okay. First
1: off, that makes me sound stupid. <laughs> I can enjoy movies with big words, and we both know this. But that's what's good about this is that you and I are going to pick movies for each other that we both
0: are like a little hesitant about. I found the Notebook boring, and I suspect Emily may find it stellar boring. <laughs> but, I'm hoping I don't though, because other people have told me that it's a really good movie. So it's very good. Um, that's why I like Christopher Nolan as a director. Like he is good. Like. Interesting plots, but they always have a strong emotional core to them. So let's break down this movie. Emily released in October 2014. Where were you in 2014? October 2014. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's when I found out I was gonna. That month is the month I found out I was gonna do the Disney College Program. So I was. Wow. A, I was a sophomore in college, and it was like mid October I found out I was coming down to
0: Orlando to work here. Did we start? We started at the same time, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That
0: must have been when I also found out by default. Yes, so we were both like, in very <laughs> similar places for you were about you were like on your last year of school. And I was finished at school at that point. Yeah. So uh the budget of this movie was hundred and sixty five million and but the box office take was six six hundred and seventy seven point five million. Um so our director for this film is Christopher Nolan. This was his first movie post the Dark Knight trilogy. So there was Which, a lot of kind of anticipation behind yeah. this. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm Um, Inception was done during. It was between, I believe, Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. I didn't even know
1: Inception was a Christopher Nolan film.
0: No. We'll be talking about that one eventually. Um, so, fun fact, this movie was originally supposed to be directed by Steven Spielberg. What a common theme we have
1: (laughs) between The Notebook and Interstellar.
0: We could do, like... It's It sounds like years of podcasts based on movies that Steven Spielberg decided not to direct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, Christopher Nolan's brother, Jonathan Nolan, was hired onto the project as screenwriter. And once Spielberg left the project, he recommended his brother, Christopher Nolan. And Wait. Say that again. So, Jonathan Nolan is a screenwriter and also Christopher Nolan's brother. Okay, so Steven Spielberg had him... Hired as writing. screenwriter. And then okay. when Spielberg left, which Nolan, for all we know, was like, actively got rid of Spielberg. So Christopher Nolan could come in oh, and direct a film. theory. I'm going to start that rumor. That rumor started here. Totally true. 100% real.
1: It's 100% real. No There's one's ever a lot of tension.
0: Nolan versus Spielberg. They just hate Well, each that's
1: other. funny that they say it that way, like... Like, he suggested Christopher Nolan, like, Christopher Nolan has never directed anything
0: before. <laughs> oh, my like My little like, brother, Christopher my, my Nolan. My brother
1: loves to direct movies, and they're like, who's your brother? <laughs> you might know him. His name's Christopher
0: Nolan. Oh. <laughs> they're like, have you ever heard of The Dark Knight? Everyone's no, like... I no, didn't, I didn't see that one. No, I, it it sk- didn't come I, out near me. Skip that one. <laughs> yeah, it looks kind of boring. I just... We're lying, we're lying. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, clearly, but I'm saying...
1: It's, in uh, in a world where someone had to suggest Christopher Nolan Seems a little weird to me
0: <laughs> um, He is one of the greatest directors of our time I'm excited for his next movie, 2020 Robert Pattinson finally breaking big into the box off again. Oh, box been, office wait. again. I he's believe. making
1: lots of movies,
0: indie um, films. Okay, I guess but that's I, where I see him a lot because I feel like yeah, you like indie films. Mm-hmm. I feel like him and Kirsten Stewart both had their time in Twilight, but now they've gone their separate ways, and now they're like building up their whatever. Like they're going to make. A com- they're going to have a comeback. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both going to make a comeback. Well, they both make a lot of indie movies. Like they, she they does tons. too. When do they have time for their lives? Is I don't know. What I wanna know. I'm s i want them to get back together. They they Oh that's right, they dated. They dated, yeah. Weren't they like oh man. I mean, were they ever truly in love or was it all manufactured by you know, the That's film the big industry? question when it comes to romance. So like, like if you don't get married then <laughs> Was it was real? it real? <laughs> okay. That's another topic. <laughs> Break that down another time So um, I'm going to go over a few stars of this film Obviously Christopher Nolan movies are Pretty well known for being Big ensemble movies generally But we have Matthew McConaughey And I think this is his first time Working with Matthew McConaughey um, He This was his follow up After dramatic performances In Dallas Buyers Club For which he won the Oscar And The Wolf of Wall Street So this was definitely during the Meconnaissance as it was oh, called Oh my goodness I love that did you did you know about the reconnaissance? No, I've never so, heard this. Or McCon I think it's reconnaissance. So that's when um, Matthew McConaughey broke away from his like rom-com. comedic yeah. rom-com roles, and then he started doing dramatic roles. And that's when he won an Oscar. And then I don't know if he's now it, now he kind of like mixes it up. I think, but yeah. he's he's we he's serious now. We believe in him. Oh yeah, I think he's a good actor. But he started making movies in 1993. But I <laughs> the only two movies. I listed it as my favorite performances were both romantic comedies. So I said, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and Ghost of Girlfriends Faster. Yeah, I was going to say, good. I was going to say the one that I think of the most is um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's, that's a funny movie. Uh, in this film, he plays Cooper. Cooper. I, I don't want to give Sound too like many details man. <laughs> He plays a dog um, I don't want to give away too many details Because again this movie has a lot of like twists and turns So I think it's good to just go in with the bare minimum yeah, details tell me, Don't tell me So Anne Hathaway plays Amelia Brand This was also post Oscar win For Anne Hathaway uh, But a little bit more time has passed than McConaughey um, Her very first film role Was The Princess Diaries Which well, I did not know Her name was also Amelia <laughs> Right? This is, this is a sequel. This is The Princess Diaries 3. Yes. Amelia in Space. Oh, wait, I
1: thought of another Matthew McConaughey um, important role. Okay, what was? Magic Mike. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was. I haven't seen that movie. I've How seen. does he go from movies like Magic Mike to Dallas well, Buyers Club?
0: You know. He was like I the guess guy that's he, acting. He
1: was, like, <laughs> he was like the manager or something, but he also was on the stage. He was. He was a dancer. Didn't that movie have a dark
0: side? I don't know. I don't know. I thought there was like there were like serious parts to it. I put serious in air quotes. So.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing: the first one had no plot. The second one ha- was all plot. Great. <laughs> That's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> when so I
0: make keep- Mary Kate watch Magic Mike XXL. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Anyway, back to um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. So her very first role was Princess Diaries in 2001, which I did not know. She just seems like someone who'd always been acting, so I'm surprised. She just kind of came onto the scene in such a big way. Do you know how old she was when that movie came out? I do not, but she's, I imagine... She seems pretty young. She is pretty young. She's young. Um, Some of her most well-known roles, uh, Princess Diaries, of course. Uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Les Mis, for which she won the Oscar, uh, Rachel Getting Married, that was, I believe, her first Oscar nomination, and my personal guilty pleasure favorite, Ella Enchanted. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, right?
1: She's been in a lot of movies that I that I like, and I think she gets a bad rep. Lots of people don't. I don't know why. Lots of people don't like her, but I like her.
0: I. Everyone says she's, like, I love like Devil like too Did you nice. say Brokeback Mountain? I did not say it, but she's I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. Me neither. Okay. I was trying to list movies that I'd, like, seen. Yeah. But, yeah, she's in Brokeback Mountain, too. Um, Jessica Broke Chastain. Brokeback Mountain, too, the sequel? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't see that, but I'm pretty sure, like, everyone died at the end. So, oh, I, don't, sad. I don't know oh, how far well. they have to go from there. The prequel. So, Jessica Chastain is also in this movie. I won't give you the character's name, because it... It's a little bit of a spoiler. Okay. Um, she's She was, at the time, the least known leading performer in this film. She didn't make her first movie until 2008, and she became most well-known after her Oscar nomination for the movie The Help in 2011. Mm. A classic. And she'd also done Zero Dark Thirty before this. A movie we might discuss. Is there a car driving by? <laughs> it, um, possibly, yep. <laughs> um, so... Jessica Chastain, I think, as I've noticed personally, and possibly everyone else has, but it seems like she doesn't do a lot of movies, but every movie that she does is, like, very well done. Yeah, and like, she when, does a lot of serious stuff. Exactly. When she does it, she's just she's yeah. doing it, and she's great. Now,
1: her, can we just agree that her and Bryce Dallas Howard are the same person?
0: Yes. Also, well, this is the second conspiracy theory. <laughs> After I said, she's such a great actress, but they're all the same.
1: No, they just look very alike, and they get, I get
0: confused. They do, they do.
1: Well, can I sidetrack for a second? Yes. They both went to school in New York. Like, one went to NYU, and one went to, like, Brown. You've, you've done your research on this, I can see. The Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard, yes. I have done this before. Emily likes conspiracies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, they both went to school in New York, one went to NYU, one went to Brown, and they both were in, like, their theater programs. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, stories, I can't remember if it was Jessica Chastain or Bryce Dallas Howard that told this story, but where, like, someone would come up to them and be like, wow, I loved you in this play at Brown, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, I wasn't, I go to NYU, like, (laughs) I didn't go to that school. (laughs) Um, And so, like, even, like, back when they were in school, people were, like, getting them confused, and now they're, like, both actresses, and people still get them confused, which is very interesting.
0: Interesting I so, just think that's a fun story that's a, good, that's a good story I wonder if they've ever like swapped At a party and just pretended to be Like Jessica Justine what, Who are you wearing tonight It's like I'm not Jessica Justine I'm Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard. Howard How dare you <laughs> um, Another Back on track Another notable performer The last one I'm going to mention is Michael Caine um, he's been acting since the 1950s. I haven't really seen any of his movies except one of my all-time faves, The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> I love that movie. Probably, if I do say so myself, one of his greatest performances. The singing, the, the nuance, the <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> Everything you could ever want in a film, really. So he's a bit of um, a muse, they may say, it for Christopher Nolan, because he's been in a, a lot of his movies. He appeared in Inception, The Prestige, The Dark Knight Trilogy, and he also had a small voice role. I was going to get mad because I was like, why wasn't he in Dunkirk? But he had a small voice only role at the beginning of Dunkirk. He give, he was giving orders over the radio to the fighter pilots. Very interesting. So Michael Caine still makes an appearance. And it remains to be seen if Michael Caine will make an appearance in his new one for next year. All signs point to yes in some way. Yeah. I would assume if, at this point. Um...
1: Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Is that all the actors you're going to... You're yes, that's that's okay. end for actors. Because literally the only actor I knew that was in this movie you didn't mention. <laughs> who did, you, who did you know? Timothy Chalamet. Isn't he in this movie? Oh,
0: man, I have it as a surprise. <laughs> okay. Timothy Chalamet is in this movie. Fun fact, when he saw this movie, he was really sad because they cut him out of poster. film. Okay, literally,
1: <laughs> I have four notes written on my notebook. Okay, we, let me just read the one I have. Timmy Boy is in it, but was disappointed at the length of his part. Heard this in an interview.
0: <laughs> okay, I was hoping you didn't know that because I literally had a note that was like, "Will she recognize Timothy Chalamet?" Of course, I have. That's course. one of my four notes about this movie. <laughs> but do you have any other you'd like to share at this point in time? Oh, actually, it
1: says Matthew McConaughey is in it. I knew that prior. Okay, good, good. It says that Timothy Chalamet
0: know nothing about the plot. <laughs> and i hear that the score is good yes i've listened to to a little bit of the score that's good because i can bring it back around to the score um which is by frequent nolan collaborator hans zimmer who is so underappreciated yeah i thought he was like i was looking him up and i was like oh i'm sure he has tons of oscars he only has one oscar for For, the lion king which i said which is correct favorite scores that's correct yeah that's deserved But, like, I feel like he's done so much, and he's done some of his best work with Nolan recently. Um, Fun fact about the score, how this came together. um, Nolan did not provide Hans Zimmer with a script or any plot details for writing the film's music, but instead gave the composer a single page that told the story of a father leaving his child for work. And that's how he based the score out of. And Nolan says... So did he ever get to see the script and stuff, or no? I don't... I mean, I assume at some point, probably, <laughs> but he still hasn't seen it. <laughs> he's like, um, Christopher Nolan just keeps me, like, locked in his basement. I'm not allowed to see any of his movies. He just slides, like, pieces of paper under he's the toilet on them. Just, and he's like, make the music. <laughs> music maker. <laughs> so, poor Hans Zimmer. May he be free soon. Hashtag free Hans Zimmer. Um, <laughs> we're going to start a social media <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Free on but he is, he has done um, He also did Dunkirk as well And he did, um, he collaborated with James Newton Howard for Dark Knight um, And Batman Begins And I think he was on his own for Dark Knight Rises He also hmm. did Inception on his own So he's really like a big time Nolan collaborator at this point And this was actually Nolan's favorite score of Zimmer's So far um, He worked, this was his fil- First form fa- Phil. <laughs> first sorry I had a stroke first film <laughs> working with wait Hoyt von Hoyteme that's probably pronounced wrong his usual cinematographer was Wally Fister, who was working on his directorial, directorial debut at the time so he found a different cinematographer interesting um uh-huh. this is um that's kind of it for like known people in the movie that I want to delve into at this time you know we can break it down afterwards of course yeah um my personal experience with this movie i love christopher nolan movies i think he's such a great director um all his movies have so much depth they really are made to be watched over and over again because there's always new things you can notice in them and i love a good science movie so Same. some things i, too, I want the way. emily to look for in this emotional connection science in all caps is what i wrote twists The music score, which I was hoping she hadn't listened to before. Um, There's a certain piece of music which you may recognize from something. Really? That we really enjoy, yes. Um, And look for just any fun surprises. Emily, what are you kind of expecting from this? Um,
1: Kind of what you just said, but I was, I'm expecting a twist. I'm expecting, because you wouldn't tell me some of the titles or some of the character names. So I'm expecting some kind of interesting twist there. Um I was also
0: intending on paying attention to the music because I've already listened to it, some of it. Not all of it. Uh yeah. I also a big thing it. about Nolan, he's very into practical effects. He's a very old oh, school style filmmaker, okay. so that's another thing to keep an eye well, on. Practical effects. Yes. Um, and I think that was the end of my notes. Let me double check. Yeah. So I think we should just get into it. Let's watch it. Keep your eyes peeled. Alright. We'll see you on the other side. Catch you on the flippity flip. Yo. Welcome back. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I just think we need to preface this that we're recording this <laughs> 12 or 5 a.m., which for me is two hours before my bedtime. For Mary-Kate, is probably two hours after her bedtime.
0: I'm officially off the deep end, folks.
1: Are we going to watch as you dive in? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm crying. Okay. okay. Interstellar. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts, Emily. Okay, I so I, re- I
1: really liked it. And it held my attention better than I thought, but I did take notes to help myself focus. I just was writing down what was happening as it was happening. I was like, there's literally
0: notes that just say corn <laughs> and the word stay <laughs> just to, like, keep myself in it. Two essential points in the movie. Um, I have a fun fact about the corn.
1: Don't get it. Don't go there yet. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the science, honestly, was a little hard for me to, like, follow i started to like lose it a little bit but i don't think it really mattered like mm-hmm. i think i was still into it regardless i was just like still watching it
0: yeah even this enjoying it. many viewings in for me i still don't under necessarily understand all the scientific aspects
1: yeah i feel like maybe i don't need to it's just yeah, like it's not meant exactly. for me <laughs> like, no no, no, no.
0: i mean it's a movie it's yeah exactly fine.
1: Like I'm willing to just believe it I'm just like okay At first I was like Is that possible? And then I was like Whatever Obviously this is not real (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really like the score And the sound editing Obviously is going to be awesome Because it's Uh uh Christopher Nolan But like The use of um, Silence was really cool Oh I was going to mention that Yeah I really liked the organ music When it was getting (laughs) intense Like I felt like I was watching Phantom of the Opera
0: There's this great The great part where It builds up to the organ And then it just like Cuts off yeah, and just, like, silence. Those are the best moments, yeah.
1: I think. Um, and my, the score from the Oscars movie montage, I, my favorite. I was hoping you would notice that. Movie montage of all time, 2018. To
0: 2018.
1: Um, I don't fully know what the movie's, like, like message is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I need to read more or watch it again to kind
0: of fully get it. And that's all I got. Let's... Let's dive in. Um, so this was actually the lowest-rated Nolan film so far in terms of critical consensus. I could see that. Yeah, I think not that a... I didn't.
1: I, I disliked it because I liked it, but mm. I could see how others might not.
0: I liked it, and I think he builds up the tension nicely. But I think the first part of it meanders a little bit in the build-up. It's I a little, it's a little slow. I think he starts to build tension once they hit. Uh, man's Planet, especially, is when it. I feel, like, mm. really tense. Like, I'm focused, because it, it could all go wrong. And then, like, once he's sucked into that thing, then it's a little weird.
1: Question, because we saw Dunkirk together. Yes.
0: Which movie do you like better? I think Dunkirk as a whole is more solid as a movie okay as opposed to interstellar which i think has a lot of really really good parts but it doesn't necessarily come together very well i suppose dunkirk which i think is good all the way through
1: i think i liked this more really okay mm-hmm. just because i didn't really feel like an emotional connection to dunkirk like the coolest part of dunkirk is like the whole different things happening at different mm-hmm. times with like you know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. the ocean, the land, whatever. And building are. up
0: to the same point of time. Yeah.
1: That's cool, but I didn't really feel like a... This has a more of an emotional connection, I feel like. Okay. And more twists. Like, that's, like, the only twist yeah, yeah, yeah. in Dunkirk is, like, these things are all happening at the same time.
0: <laughs> I think Dunkirk is his least twisty movie. I guess just because it's based on real life, so there's yeah, not a lot... that, that can makes sense. like, they were all in another dimension. <laughs> yeah. So...
1: Which he uh, actually should have done. That should have just happened.
0: Yeah, right? Um, fun fact, did you know he actually took a film crew into space to record this black hole?
1: I wish everyone could see my face just drop because that was <laughs> pretty cool. That's was not like, true. That's not true. I made and my face up. drop? No, I made, I made that, that up. up. Yeah. Oh, my God. I... <laughs> Sorry. That is so sad. I literally, my face was like, oh, my God. But this it's so real.
0: it's so believable that Christopher Nolan would do something like that. Yeah. So basically, everything else in the film was real. Uh, let me break it down. Wait, Tars, wait, wait, wait. Oh, When you know, it comes
1: to the planets, the way they filmed those, was it just digital, or did they like? Because you said he does practical stuff, like I, Saturn, when they had like an outside I'm, view of Saturn. I'm
0: pretty sure that was digital, though. In yeah. the in the movie. Um, The scenes where the performers are looking outside windows, Um, Mm -hmm. Nolan would actually project it onto the windows. So instead of just looking at a green screen, they actually had something to react to. Mm -hmm. Um, Some other special effects, corn, all real. It's all real corn. That's real corn. Um,
1: Which is weird, because I looked up the filming locations, and it's like Canada and like California. I don't think they grow, do they grow corn in those places?
0: Nolan specifically grew the corn for the production, and then he cut it down and sold it at the end. So I wonder where he grew that, whether it was Canada or California. Um, I guess. You know, California? I don't know. I, think, I have don't to know. guess
1: that. Yeah. We'll never know unless we meet Christopher Nolan. That's the first question I'll ask him. <laughs> where did you plant the corn? <laughs> He'll be like, what are you talking
0: about? Which <laughs> corn? You have to be more specific. Um, the puppets, TARS, and Case, and the robots were mostly puppetry.
1: Oh, that's cool. Mm. I didn't even I, think about I, that. I,
0: think the only time they're not is when he's like carrying amelia like out of the water because that's mm-hmm. like too fast i think to be a puppet but i'm i can't say 100 percent for sure that may be real but i know like the the long shots of the movement those are puppets cool. um i like tars a lot of the giant dust clouds were real no way were actually created on location yes um, the spaceships were created using a combination of miniatures and full-size models. I
1: wondered if they used miniatures. Because it looked,
0: it. it looked pretty real, like the way it was done. So yeah. I think the only thing that were really special effects... And this was an Oscar winner for Best Visual Effects. It was the only Oscar it won. Uh, but the special effects were actually so complex that... Let me scroll down to my note on this. Oh, so the special effects for the wormhole and the black hole, they were so complex that... A scientist gained insight onto the way wormholes and black holes are created and wrote scientific papers based on the visual effects that were created for this movie. That's insane. Because, um, didn't say this yet, but I'll get to it now. So the story was based on a idea between a theoretical physicist whose name was Kip Thorne and the Mm. producer Linda Obst. Jonathan Nolan, as we said, was hired to write the script while Spielberg was still the director. Um, but the end result is an effort between both Nolan brothers. But one of the rules Kip Thorne set was that nothing would violate established physical laws, and that all wild speculations would spring from science. So a lot so of it,
1: everything is rooted in truth,
0: reality. Like. Yes. Yeah. So even though I couldn't follow it, even like the things that aren't proven, there's a chance that if they were to be proven, this is what it would look like. Besides, besides maybe like the following your heart Our yeah. love connection That's That's a little that cheesy a little Not rooted in science. <laughs> I still
1: liked it though because it came back around To like what um, Anne Hathaway's character was saying Exactly
0: it, I think all his movies just they always tie together So well everything like loops in It's like a puzzle and it fits together So nicely What do you think about Matt Damon's surprise cameo Oh, you don't, even you don't even know. I have a
1: whole list. It says, actors I was surprised to see, because you didn't <laughs> warn me. <laughs> Number one, the guy who plays Seneca Crane in The Hunger Games. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Tragically dies so quickly West that Bentley. no one even notices. They just move on and never mention him again. I know.
1: Nobody was really sad about it. for like, They were like a second, and then they were like, eh. They
0: were like, more sad about
1: Romley. Like,
0: yeah. But even so, they were like, there's no time. There's no time, but they really didn't have time.
1: Um, Next on that list is Matt Damon in all caps,
0: Mm. a lot of exclamation points. You did not warn me. So during the filming of that movie, Matt Damon's cameo appearance was kept a surprise. So really, didn't tell me. It really wasn't known to the media, or it, it was just not something that was advertised. Apparently, it was very briefly mentioned, and I actually thought. My original uh, watching of this, I thought he was the voice of one of the robots, because one of the robots kind of sounded like him sometimes, but then, obviously, he chose up. So, surprise, my And then Topher Grace, you didn't tell me about him either. Oh, yeah, Topher Grace. I love him. As
1: her. a known character. Yeah, does he have a name? But he gets, um, to, he gets a kiss.
0: Boyfriend character. Yeah. <laughs> boyfriend guy. Do they end up together? Interstellar 2.
1: She well, she clearly ends up with
0: someone because she has a family. Yeah, she's a huge family too. Yeah, a huge ass family. I wonder if any of it's her brother's family, or did they stay behind and die out of stubbornness? I don't Ooh. know. The
1: brother's character was very interesting to me. It was,
0: yeah, yeah. Because
1: I have this under a different category of stray observations, because. First off, Timothy Chalmey said his part was really small, and it it was, it was, but it was bigger than I had imagined when he said really small. Like, I thought it was okay. going to be, like, a scene. It was a little bit more than that. Um, Regardless, his dad basically just didn't love him. Like, Cooper didn't love him as yeah, much as he loved
0: Absolutely. Murph. Like, he, he liked him, but he didn't love him. Like He was, like, all in Murph. on Murph, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, oh, hey, how's well, farming he going to be a farmer, Which yeah. is weird, because... Cooper's a farmer, and
1: he is good at it.
0: Yeah, but it's not his passion. True. So I think he just does it because obviously he needs to.
1: And then I guess him and Murph were more similar And like
0: wanting to learn
1: and explore things,
0: but Mm -hmm. still, he basically just like didn't love his son as much as he loved (laughs) him. His love connection to his son never talked about. He didn't get sucked into like a cornfield. Like where your son is. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, he didn't try to communicate to his son. He was yeah. just like, Because
0: eh, probably his son would have been like, fuck you, <laughs> honestly. They did not have a good but relationship. But no,
1: but it's sad because his son is the one who was, like, sending him messages the whole time. I like, know. Consistently. And, and
0: he, like, didn't give up on him until, like, a long time had passed. Yeah. But... Okay, do you have more facts? Um... I think that was it i can dive into oh when the first time i saw this and there's the old murph at the end i thought that was jessica chastain in old lady makeup but it's not oh. it's played by an older actress <laughs> several times
1: what that like immediately when that when that was happening it's been getting like the interviews or mm-hmm. whatever i knew that was it was like throwing me off i was like this doesn't like make sense for what's going on already So I like had it in my head that that was gonna come back later.
0: That's good. That's good.
1: I knew it was going to.
0: Um, So this film did win the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. It was nominated for Best Score, Best Sound Mixing, Sound Editing, and Production Design, but it lost all those. Do you know who won the Sound Editing? I was trying to look it up, but I couldn't. I do indeed. So Sound Editing was won by American Sniper. Yeah, that's. I'm just made a pretty bad face on this. Yeah, and Best Sound Mixing was Whiplash, which I'm okay. okay Yeah, that makes sense. And best original score, score, he lost a Desplat for Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. Which I thought was a good score, but I think Zimmer's really gotten creative with, like, the instruments he's using. Like, in this, I feel like he uses silence almost as an instrument and organs. Uh, (laughs) And
1: also the fact that he only had, like, a story that had really nothing to do with the rest of the movie. That Christopher
0: Nolan slid to him, (laughs) where he's kept chained up in Christopher Nolan's basement. I hope he gets to eat. Hashtag free Hans Zimmer. <laughs> but I mean, and then in Dunkirk, he probably just, because that's really just the click, the ticking sound of a clock. He clock. probably just handed him a wristwatch and was like, make something out of this, please. <laughs> What'll be I mean, next? It'll just be like a piece of paper. <laughs> It'll just, just an, be a word. A used It'll like napkin. he will wor- be like,
1: the word is lunchbox. And to do it it's a two and a half hour movie. <laughs> the only word you get to know is lunchbox. And Hans Zimmer will be like, are you kidding me? Give me more information.
0: <laughs> this is, and he's so, he deserves an Oscar just for this shit he has to put well, up with. he doesn't with. have one, right? Hans Zimmer, he has oh, he one does, for Blanco. The Lion King. Yep, yep. Um, how, what'd you think of the practical effects? I liked
1: them. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, I mean, it didn't, like,
1: specifically stand out. Like, it didn't notice it necessarily. Mm-hmm. But now
0: that I know that, that, thinking back, I'm like, that's pretty cool. When we dive into Inception, whenever we do that, that one has a lot as well. And some of them are really, really cool. Cool, cool. Let's
1: talk about some favorite scenes. Okay, so yeah, I made I made a little list of scenes that I that like stood out to me. Okay. The first one was I thought I, li- I really liked the teacher conference scene. I thought that was there was like some humor in there. God, what a what a dumb dumb
0: <laughs> I was I, li- I was like,
1: what? I liked when he was like talking about pants, and he was like, so you're telling me you need two measurements to measure your your, your ass, but you only need one to measure my son's <laughs> brain?
0: Oh, and when he's like, oh, there's this baseball game. Yeah. I like, think, I'll think I'll take I'll her. I think I'll take her. And then he comes
1: out and he's like, I got you suspended.
0: <laughs> it's really not a movie with a lot of comedy, though. I mean, his films aren't really known for that, but it's very much a drama. We'll see, because I... okay.
1: I found parts of it funny, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, with, like, the robots.
1: Yeah, and the, the... the robot part. And I thought that Matthew McConaughey did a good job of, like, balancing his, like, normal comedy
0: acting with his drama acting. He's a great draw. I what, got like... you suspended. Oh, okay, I love his accent. I literally <laughs> yes. wrote that as one of my notes. Um, I liked Do Not Go Gentle in That Good Night. I liked the way that was... Like the long one, that they. Yeah, it was repeated yeah. kind of throughout. There were three different times... Okay. When it was used, it's just super powerful. Um, I was tr-
1: I was trying to do some research on like the significance
0: of it, if there was like a double meaning other than just like. So it was a poem, um, Dylan Thomas wrote to his dying father. Okay. So dying earth. Yeah, I guess just a little little parallel yeah. there. The old parallel. Um, another scene I I thought,
1: just like that I was like sketched about. Mm-hmm. Was the wave scene because big waves like that terrify me?
0: <laughs> I was sketch out when they put them into bags and like zipped over their oh, faces, yeah. and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and like that's just how they could
1: sleep if they wanted to sleep. It's so just, weird.
0: uh just kill me, please. Yeah. <laughs> Did you gasp when they ripped open Matt Damon's bag and it was Matt Damon? Yeah, hundred percent. I was shocked. I was so shocked. Um, I think my favorite scene of the whole movie is when he watches the 23 years of the messages. Yeah, and then he's just crying. He's so... Who, who would have thought Matthew I McConaughey mean, was, it, really good. was yeah. so good at, like, emotions?
1: Um, <sighs> the next one on my list says the scene where I hate Matt Damon. <laughs> you have to be more specific. Uh, When they're, like, on his, like, planet, and he's like, mm-hmm. it's not going to work here. And he, like, pushes. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was like, I hate you. Matt David. Oh, I like how they use um, silence in his death scene, because he's talking, and then it blows up, but it's just quiet. Yeah, and he just is, like, gone. He, he out. And it was so intense when they were trying to reconnect with the ship. I love that part.
1: Um, my last scene is when finally he realizes he's, like, behind the bookcase, which I realized before he did. Oh, so you're,
0: you're you're smarter than him
1: I have a whole list of things I noticed before I was supposed to notice. <laughs>
0: Just saying. What was the biggest surprise to you? Then I guess that um, like
1: the whole thing that like plan A was never like a plan really. Mm-hmm. Whatever.
0: Oh yeah, that scene's tough. Yeah, he's crying. Michael Caine. Yeah, good actor.
1: Um, I wanted to see if you noticed something. I tried to do like my own research on it. There's not like a ton. Well, actually, let's not get there yet. First, I have two questions. Okay. Was were they just eating corn on Earth? If that's the only thing they could grow. <laughs> were they only eating corn? Uh, they never showed them eating corn
0: at all. They never showed them eating. What are they eating when they're eating? Did you Did you notice? Did you no. take note? Um, well, I don't think you can survive solely on corn. Me neither, so I, but if that's all they were... I didn't see any other animals. I think they were... Oh, I don't know. I think they're saying, they were saying, like, like oh, grains. Well, we, they were like,
1: wheat died a couple years ago. We can't grow okra anymore. I mean, who eats it's okra anyway? So <laughs> they were like, we only have corn now. And I was like, confused.
0: Is that all they're eating? I think it's a little bit more, but I don't know what else probably not meat probably not sugars milk no candy it's probably like very although he does say
1: remember he was like i'm gonna take her
0: to baseball game Mm -hmm. and he says candy did he say there was candy he may have said there was candy but then um but then they're eating eating popcorn
1: there well that's like corns. yeah and he's and he's like this is ridiculous this is not a baseball snack
0: yeah, and then he's like, "I wish I had a hot dog." I wish I had a hot dog. There's no meat left. They have to only be eating corn. I swear. <laughs> That's sad. My What second, can you make? Go ahead. What can you make from corn? Popcorn. Corn, corn, corn on the cob. Can you make corn? I don't too? know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a sad existence. I would just. You know. Um, Stabbed through with a corn on the
1: cob. My second question was: It seemed like when they were on like the spaceship or whatever, and they were talking about all the planets they were going to go to, like Cooper hadn't like heard of any of them. He was like, "Wait, who's Edmund Who's Man? You know what I'm talking about?" It was like they didn't—they didn't brief him before they left.
0: They—I mean—they were in such a big hurry to head out, even though they—I don't—I don't know if this is true, but it's not like they were going to head out the next day, were they? But he's wearing the same clothes. Like he just drops Murph off, and he's like, "Well, I gotta go." And they're like, it, "What? Y'all got you, you gotta leave right now?" He's like, like on
1: drive, and he's like, "Oh well, now I'm taking off."
0: <laughs> I did like, like well, that sound editing. I was chosen. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would have. I was more confused. I would have been like, "Wait, isn't Murph chosen?" That was my first thought. I was like, "That's her room."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then she was the one that was chosen. And she was too young to go into space. Yeah Um Also I always I felt from the beginning When they were explaining The plans mm-hmm. Like even plan B Didn't make sense to me Yeah I was like, like Why would they want to like Start humans on another planet Without these humans And then there's just A lot of babies <laughs> <laughs> Like what's gonna happen With all that's, those babies
0: That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna raise them <laughs> Yeah That was my concern And who's like Carrying them hmm. I don't know, maybe there's like some weird science. Just Anne thing. Hathaway and a bunch of babies. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. She's like trying to hold three hundred oh, babies. Is that what her life is like on this new planet? Like, does she I, have all the yes. stuff? So she's That's probably why. like, Well, I gotta just start having
1: babies. Like No, but she, does she have to have them? I don't know. I no, I think she said the incubators. They were they had incubators and they were gonna incubate them. Well I and don't then, kn- and then but now what so is gonna go find her, so she won't the, be alone.
0: The way Old Murph talks at the end, I wonder if eventually the humans will settle on that planet that she's found. I think that's the point. I think that's yeah. the goal. Cool. But <laughs> they'll get there, and she'll just there'll be too many babies, and they won't be able to. They won't they be able able to move do anything.
1: <laughs> make all, all these freaking babies. Oh my god. Um, I was gonna. Would, this is the thing I tried to do some like extra research on myself but mm-hmm. only found like reddit threads so, <laughs> oh. I don't, so I don't know if it's like legit but did you notice like like the whole like reference to um, Heart of Darkness hmm no tell me more did you ever read that book no Heart I didn't Darkness? okay do you know what it is it's about war right mm-hmm it's oh. about like going Come to on. um like the Congo mm-hmm. and like uh, colonizing essentially okay and there's, like, a protagonist and there's an antagonist. I wish you'd read this book. Because I fully <laughs> don't remember it. Cause I read it in high school. But in the movie, they literally, they say the word, it's a heart of darkness. When they're looking into, like, the wormhole, mm-hmm. Romley says, it's it's a literal heart of darkness. I wrote down in my notes, and then I was like, I don't know what this means. Like, I don't know why they're referencing it. The, whole, the wormhole
0: like, looks so cool when they, like, mm-hmm. go through it. I like, the side of it. The yeah. special effects really are really awesome.
1: Yeah. But, um, so I guess that's supposed to be, like, the comparison is, like, they're going into, like, the unknown, and mm-hmm. that's, like, what, in Heart of Darkness, the, um, i trying to think of the character's name. Marlo. It's Marlo. Mm. He's the one who's, like, leading the, like, thing. Whatever. Marlo
0: Darkness. But
1: the, like, antagonist in the novel is, like, really selfish, and, um, but everyone thinks he's, like n- like, great, and is, like, the one that's gonna, like do all the colonizing and whatever um so that's supposed to be like compared to man and then Mar- Marlo is supposed to be like Cooper
0: okay wow
1: but I don't really know why because I don't remember the novel so much but I that's this a is, deep dive I like that yeah I literally just noticed like the because they said the title of the book and I was like I read that mm-hmm. but all that information I found was just from a reddit thread so it literally couldn't be nothing <laughs> no that's really whatever, interesting. Cause I guess, I don't, I guess man is like, I can't believe my planet wasn't like the one that was supposed to be whatever. Colonist. Yeah. And so that's supposed to be similar to what the antagonist Kurt says in Heart of Darkness where he says, um, that it's his, what does he say? I'm trying to find it. He says something about my station and my ivory. He like, it's all about his, Mm -hmm. not like the greater, the greater good. Yeah. So I don't know if any of that's real. I like that. It.
0: That's that's a really interesting interpretation. Yeah. I didn't have any deep notes like that. I just wrote, con- there's a conspiracy theory in this. Emily likes conspiracy theories. Okay, tell me it. Oh, when they said the moon landing was faked. I know you oh. partially believe that. <laughs> oh, yeah. In my notes, you'll see I wrote, in
1: all caps, Apollo was fake, <laughs> question mark, exclamation point. Because it probably
0: Emily- was really likes conspiracy theories one time she told me this story about how beyonce faked her pregnancy mm-hmm, that's true this there's, there's video, there's video proof of it no that's true i explicitly remember that story
1: in the moon landing the first one was definitely fake the rest of them might have, like eventually we got there but i think the first one was fake
0: damn you're like the teacher i even watched the mythbusters episode where they told me it was real And that myth was not busted for you? No, they did not bust the myth for me. Also, another thing that was weird, he, like, they're in the middle of this, like, shortage, and he just drives through all that corn and destroys it. I know, I was kind of annoyed (laughs) by it, but also it looked like fun. It probably, probably was. I wonder if he actually did his own stunts. Is driving through corn considered a stunt?
1: Um, was he driving or was Timothy Chalamet driving?
0: Oh, because they switched. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. I wonder how Timothy Chalamet felt about. I mean, we know what he felt, but he was so. Was this his first movie? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's I crazy. still I still love him. I lo- and in my notes it says I love Timmy. He's the best actor nominee. Oh, he found his like wife so quickly. I think he found he showed up. She showed the picture of her to Coop, and he was still Timothy Chalamet. And then he's married. Then he has like five kids, or however many he has. Though I think one of them's dead. Isn't that sad? Yeah. I didn't. I never noticed that until this viewing because I just thought like that was the name of a dog. It's like <laughs> it was like, or like a uh, like a grandma that we never saw. And I was like, oh no, it's his kid. It's his kid. I definitely want to rewatch it because I feel like there's things I definitely missed. But. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best part about Nolan movies is that you can really keep on watching them and keep on finding new things to capture your interest. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish you would read Heart of Darkness. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> then we could have done a really deep dive. But, um, I mean, it's not that great of
1: a book. So I don't really wish you had read it.
0: <laughs> Alright, is there anything else you wanted to say? Also,
1: I guessed that Murph was going to be Jessica Chastain like ten minutes into the movie.
0: Yeah, it wasn't really. I mean, obviously she's like the only character with red hair. So. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm not sure if it was a spoiler initially, like when the movie came out. But I just wanted to keep you in yeah. darkness, the heart of darkness, perhaps. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just in, just in case, but yeah, it's like literally, who else could could she be? There's only yeah. one redhead in this entire. And they looked dust. They looked a lot alike. I thought. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. They definitely could have grown into each other. They should have
1: put Jessica Chastain in old lady makeup. I would have liked
0: that. <laughs> it's so disappointing. How dare they put in what a- an actual old person? <laughs> what a missed opportunity! <laughs> she really could have stretched her acting wings. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Did so- you? Go ahead. Did you? I know you don't cry, but did you feel a deep sadness at any point? I only felt sad during the, like, the
1: 23 mm-hmm. messages thing. I or think 23 that's years.
0: What, that's what gets me. And when he's crying, he's driving away from Murph, and he's crying in his truck. He does a really good cry face. Who knows? Have do- you ever seen the commercial of him driving the car? The, Link- where- the Lincoln? And he's just
1: saying, like, random words. Yeah, that's That's true. all I was thinking about <laughs> when he was driving the truck.
0: Lies <laughs> Very interesting. And anything else we got to talk about? I don't think so. Uh, Overall, right. I liked it mm. a lot. That's good. And I... It was a very good movie. I appreciated it more. Because it's just a movie you can watch again and again and learn more things about. Yeah, Especially sure. if you do research ahead of time.
1: <laughs> all right, so that's all we have for Interstellar. Um, Tune upcoming... in next time. Yeah. Our next movie's gonna be 16 Candles. Mm-hmm. A movie that... Um, I like but has issues. <laughs> we'll dive
0: deep into those issues. <laughs> Responsibly. Alright. Tune in next time and remember to follow us on Fresh Take Move Pod. What is it? Fresh Take Move Pod. Move Pod or Move Pod? Uh, Move Pod. Move Pod? Or like Move Pod. M. M- Instagram and Twitter. At <laughs>
1: F-R-E-S-H-T-A-K-E-M-O-V-Pod.
0: P-O-D-M-O-V-Pod. M-O-V-Pod. Ma. 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 <laughs> pod <M-O-V-pod. laughs>